Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 908. I could feel the excitement bubbling in my chest. What did you discover? I asked eagerly. Discover? Alvaron looked surprised. Nothing. My father died that year and I became mayor. I dismissed it as a boyish fancy. He looked out over the water and the gently gliding swans. But if you found this same thing half a world away, he trailed off, and I drew the same conclusion, your grace. Alvaron nodded slowly. It is disturbing that there might be a secret this important. He looked around the garden at the walls of his estate, and in my own lands, I don't like that. He turned back to me, his eyes sharp and clear. How do you propose to search them out? I smiled ruefully. As your grace pointed out, no matter how well-spoken or well-educated I am, I will never be nobility. I lack the connections and the resources to research this as thoroughly as I would like. But with your name to open doors, I could make a search of many private libraries. I could access archives and records too private or too hidden to be pruned. Alvaron nodded, his eyes leaving mine. I think I understand you. I, for one, would give a great deal to know the truth of this matter. He looked away as the sound of laughter drifted upwards, mixing with the footsteps of a group of approaching nobles. You've given me a great deal to think about, he said in softer tones. We will discuss this further in more privacy. What time would be convenient for you to meet your grace? Alvaron gave me a long, speculative look. Come to my room this evening, and since I cannot give you an answer, let me offer you a question of my own instead. I value questions near... I value questions near as much, your grace. And that's the page and the chapter. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. So I think... Even more so, we are now supposed to be like, yes, this is what's coming next in the book. Alvaron is going to finance quotes. We've been baited. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're- He's going to get the, the full scholarship from the mayor. He's going to get the the like all-access pass. Yeah, he's going to get to be like Vieri. He's going to get to travel around to the secret libraries and, and hunt the Emir mm-hmm. full-time, which, you know, is what he's after. That's what Quoth wants. Yeah. That's what we all want. And, and so as I'm we sure all know, it that- makes a good story when your character gets everything they want. That's right. That's right. And when their tragic flaw does not come into play to snatch that away from them at the last minute. I thought that... too proud to kowtow to a, uh, a noble. I thought that maybe... I think I thought this when I first read it, and I, and I kind of thought it for like a hot minute today when I was reading it, even though I knew it wasn't going to happen. But I thought that like Alvaron would kind of freak out when Quoth's like, oh, but with your name, I could do this. And then Alvaron would be like, oh, you think you can just use my name? You think that's fine? Like, I thought that it would be like that, but it's not like that. Mm. And like, that's not, I feel like in a different story, that would be a perfectly, like, that would be the point where Quoth overreaches. He's misjudged his relationship with the mayor. And I think that even at a different point in this book, that might well be what happens. But I think what prevents that from happening is that the mayor is interested on his own terms in finding out what's going on with the emir and the world has just presented him with a golden opportunity of oh this clever boy who i would kind of like to get out of here again also wants to do this thing that would be beneficial for me to have him do and it costs me very little to do this thing that i do all the time for people where i you know give them my writ of patronage and off they go 
You know, again, thinking back to like how rich people think about themselves, like he doesn't think of that as a big deal because he does it all the time, but it would be life-changing for folks to have to like be formally under the patronage of Mayor Alderaan. Indeed. Yes, and nothing will uh, will change that. Yeah, Both it'll all be fine. Yep. Totally fine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, given what I said about how the Templars came to a sticky end uh, because ultimately the King of France uh, saw them as a threat to his political power, uh, you know, Alvaron says explicitly, it is disturbing that there might be a secret this important and in my own lands. I don't like that, right? He's not. He's no longer interested in finding out finding them because he wants to be one like he did when he was a boy. He wants to eliminate them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, these guys pose a threat to my power. I I can't have that. That's true. You know, I actually hadn't thought of that until just the second, but you're 100% right that the motivation has changed. It's no longer like aspirational. Oh, I'd love to be them. I'd love to know what happened. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, they probably are operating actually. Mm-hmm. And if they are, they are a threat to me. Yes, yeah. and now the mayor has become a threat to them, and Quoth has led him right to their doorstep. Mm-hmm. And Quoth is now inadvertently like a threat himself. If he does end up under the mayor's patronage searching for them... Then he's... the emir will treat him as an agent of the mayor and thus a threat. Yes. And I think it's also you know, worth pointing out that I don't think Quoth... The mayor says, ah, yes, that's, how you, that's the one you like because you're a romantic, right, on the previous page. And I don't think Quoth has like cottoned to the fact that the mayor is not a romantic. He does not care about this knowledge for its own sake. He has like a power play that he's making. Yes. I think you're right too. We didn't mention it on that page, but I think that line though tossed off is, is tells us quite a bit about the mayor's opinion of romantics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it should also tell us, it should put the lie to the rumor that the mayor and Mello and Lackless are like, you know, deeply in love with one another and you know, making doe eyes that it, it should, we should know that for both of them, this was very much a practical power play. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean they can't enjoy each other's company though. Yeah. Sure. But as Nick pointed out on a previous page, probably in the same way that Frank and Claire enjoy each other's company in house of cards. Yeah. Or like, I haven't yeah, actually they, really seen they, it. they've screwed. Sure. Like they, they, they admire each other, but are they like romantically in love? Yeah. Are they romantically in love more than they're in love with power? Probably not. Hmm. I see. I have, uh, I have only my final note. Let me quickly take another look at this page here. Hmm. Well, uh, the, the question that he wants to pose to him is the lackless box. Mm. I think we're setting that up very, very slowly. Seems to me that was what he wanted him for in the first place, right? Like that's why he had this conversation teed up was because he wanted to get to, by the way, you know, the question that drives me or the question that drives Mello and Lackless, he didn't care what Quoth's answer was, right? He wanted mm-hmm. a way to... Yeah, he wasn't expecting to care about Quoth's answer. He was like, and what I care... Oh, he cares about flowers. Great. And what I care about is this. Yes. So that's why that... So wait, was... how do you know he's interested in the Lackless box? Because that's what's coming up. Oh, when okay. He says, you just read ahead. When he's, well, I have read this book before and I've read ahead a little bit. Nah. But, um, <laughs> cheating. Yeah, okay. Blasphemy. It's cheating. But when he says... Since I cannot give you an answer, let me offer you a question of my own instead. That's what he's. That's oh, what he's that's what he's getting at. Ask, oh, right? okay, that makes sense. Um, okay, speaking of questions, that's the name of the chapter. It's either question or questions. Oh, I let's can't remember find if it's out. a plural or not. We let's wouldn't check. want to drop that 
S. I would bet you five bucks that it's questions. Oh, man. Okay, Jeremy's going to bet for plural. I will bet for singular. All right. Uh, Jordan, you owe Jeremy five bucks. Uh, we did not put in my You just said, I will bet for singular. Yeah, but I, I didn't say I would bet for five bucks. Oh, this is how it always goes. You make a bet, and then you go, well, I didn't actually make the bet. Listener, let it be known to all and sundry that Jordana is a welcher. She is welching on a bet. That's right. She's a grape juice drinker. That's right. Dis- oh, I was going to say, I was like, none of my family is from Wales. Yeah, that's why I said welch, not welsh. <laughs> Sorry. Binch. Is that where that term comes from? No. Is it a racial epithet? I would. I didn't think so. It no. seems a little. Like, do, are the Welsh famous for not paying their debts? No, they're famous for <laughs> fucking oh, sheep. Wait, Welsh is a real word. Yes, this is not a slang. I've to heard Welsh, before. to Never Welsh on a bet. Yeah, a no, I've never heard of that. Yeah, no, totally different. Okay, back to the actual. With all the is that why you Welsh didn't think on. you were doing it because yeah. you didn't know there was a word for it? No, I just I you know there there are some facts here and you were ignoring them and the fact is that I did not put a monetary value on that bet. The monetary value is implied because that was my stakes. You either raise or you call. <laughs> or you How can fold. I raise if you didn't state an I amount did of state. Money. I said I will bet five dollars. Oh, no. That is what I said. Oh oops. So you either uh, call, you raise, or you fold. It's all right. I don't I, gamble. I it's okay. I will let's just I'll make this simple. When I do the Patreon payout, I will raise Jeremy's <laughs> five more dollars for me. Lower Jordana's by that. <laughs> Listeners, if you want to contribute wait. to the pot uh, and maybe give Jordana five dollars, <laughs> <laughs> we should do like a, like one of those like sad like infomercials. Was like you know this sickly podcaster for five dollars. We a did month. that last time. Did we? The last time we did it, I'm pretty sure it was like the exact last time we brought up the Patreon. We had that exact bit where you know, like Sarah McLaughlin comes out holding yeah. Jordana in her arms and says, mm-hmm. "As little as one dollar a month, you too can finance Jordana's inability to wager properly." That's right. <laughs> Give her more money so she can lose it to me in various games of chance. Uh, okay, but back very quickly to the chapter title: questions plural. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, there's, there's the questions that, uh, each of them feel drive them. There's the question that, uh, like all the questions regarding the Amir. There are many questions. There's a lot of questions happening. It's the question that brought you to me. You know what the question is, just as I did. The question is, do we have a letter? And the answer is yes. This letter is from... Patrick, Patrick Notrothis, who writes on page 898, well, actually. Uh-oh. Hello, pagers. The, Richard, the, was the episode called Well, Actually? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was when you did your well talk. I did a well talk. Oh, yeah. Hello, pagers. On this page, Jordana educates us all about wells. You discuss the different ingredients Bast is gathering for his spell, and you speculate their possible real-life purposes. I have never used a well pump. So I did not know any of the information Jordana shared. Thank you for that enjoyable lesson. Honey actually has antibiotic properties and has been used in medicine for thousands of years. One of the more effective ways it has been used is to spread it on a wound before wrapping it with a bandage. The honey keeps the wound from getting infected and may also help to promote healing. I feel like we were all told to put knocked out teeth in milk. Sorry. I feel like we were all told to put knocked out teeth in milk when we were kids. It turns out they prefer that you actually put it back in the socket if possible. However, if it will not stay in the socket, putting it in some milk is better than water. Either way, you should see a dentist as soon as possible, ideally within 30 minutes. Thanks, as always, Patrick Not Rothfuss, and he has attached some sources where he cites. Damn. I would also like to share some well jokes that he posted on the Discord. Oh, boy. (laughs) Why did the old man fall down the well? 
Why, Nick? He couldn't see that well. <laughs> what do you say when you see three holes in the ground? Tell me. Well, well, well. Wait, what? Well, oh, well, well. <laughs> I was going to say, your, your delivery was less good than Jeremy's delivery. <laughs> the other day, someone asked me to name two structures that hold water. I just had to be like, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's so funny. I love it. I love that one. That's what, that was my favorite so far. Yeah, listeners, Jordana loves a bad joke. I almost do. as much as she's not paying me the money she owes me. <laughs> I will be uh, I will be showing up to Jordana's door with a crowbar to thwack into my palm menacingly on tomorrow's page. Um, the wind. wind.